We're going to keep talking golf. Great to hear from Ryan. Thank you for all your feedback saying how good it is to hear from him. Uh, John Hasselbauer, PGA writer for the Lions US, joins us. Uh, welcome in, John. Hello, how's it going? Very good. We're pretty proud of Ryan Fox down here. Um, I know you probably won't write too much about him, tied 23rd, but on the back of pneumonia, welcoming him his second child back in. I think he had about 27 holes warm up in New York before he hit the major and had a really good performance. Excellent. Well, I actually uh, did place an outright bet on him before the tournament started at 300. 50 to one. Um, and by week's end, that was one of my most viable bets. So uh, probably best. I didn't even know about the pneumonia. I was wondering why he hadn't played in, since the, uh, since the masters and took such an extended leave. And that makes some sense. Yeah. We actually got pneumonia in the masters. Then he played the week after. And I think he pulled out after nine holes. He was just ruined. They told him to go to hospital and he said, no, I'll go to New Zealand. So he came to New Zealand. They said, you got pneumonia and went on antibiotics. So there you go. He's a tough old rooster, son of an all black. Uh, but anyway, the, the tournament as a whole, Brooks Kepka winning, proving he's one of the top two or three players in the world once again. Absolutely. And something about New York for Brooks, it's his third major in New York after winning at Shinnecock and Beth Page Black. We knew this was going to be a tough grind, and those are all of the types of tournaments that we've seen Brooks play his best in. And, and Oak Hill such an amazing venue, such a great test all around, and We've seen it so many times where these venues that really test you all around from T to green tend to produce very similar leaderboards of uh, proven past major champions. What is his key to success? Because when he was on the PGA Tour, it sort of wouldn't get talked about. A major would come around and bang, he's there front and centre. Is he the sort of guy that only responds to on the biggest stage? It, it definitely seems that way because I believe I saw it. I'm not sure if this is true, but I believe I saw he has more uh, major victories than PGA Tour victories now at this <laughs> point of his career, um, which is just incredible. And I think it's an, a testament to how he manages his nerves um, compared to the rest of the field. This is what everybody gets up for and, and looks forward to the most each uh, year. And he's able to manage his his nerves and, and his temperament um, and just go about his business. And it, it's, you know, you can see it watching um, watching the, the back nine there, he was just unfazed by uh, any struggles that he was facing. If he was out of position, he just got back in there. He hit clutch putts, um, and he he acts like he's been there before, and and he has now having his fifth major. Can I chuck a fairly far fetched crystal ball gazing thing that I've done? That what a coup it would be for the PGA Tour if Brooks Kepka came back. Now, there'd have to be a shift of money, but I feel like it'd be an investment that the PGA Tour would be prepared to make to buy him out of his live contract. That's if he wanted to, of course. To give a little bit of a up you to the live tour, he's coming back to the PGA Tour because uh, we're better than you. Uh, could you see anything like that playing out? I think if there was any player that would consider it, it would probably be him. Um, just because I, I think the timing of when he committed to live was because he was injured and he wasn't able to get a full season on the PGA Tour. And this was an outlet where he could get paid up front by Liv, not have to play every single week, kind of play once a month. Um, Less golf, I think, was important to him at that time. And now as we see more details come out about what the Liv schedule is going to be like this year, next year, they are adding more events, they're adding more travel. Um, So it might be a case of, you know, when his contract is up, maybe that's not exactly what I signed up for. 
in the beginning. And it is interesting to notice that uh, his team is Smash GC, I believe, and there was no logos uh, of his Live Club uh, in any of his outfits, um, something that I noticed. And, and that was definitely the case with every other Live player that was playing this week. And once again, no surprise to see just Mr. Consistent, Scotty Sheffley. You can chuck any condition, any golf course in his path, and he contends every week. Absolutely. I know, I know for me going into this event, it felt like a toss-up between Scheffler or Rom. that one of those two um, you could bank on to be in the mix. Rom a little disappointing, um, and Scheffler just continues to show that his – you know, his B game, his C game is still good enough to hang around with the, with the best in the world. And uh, it just begs the question, what does this guy have to do to finish outside of the top 10 at this point with the way his, his current form is? He needs to get caught cheating, I reckon, because he, it's not ball on club because he just seems to be able to score. Uh, the fairy tale story, and we touched on this with uh, Ryan Fox, Michael Block, uh, the club pro, who Foxy informed us he played with him in the 2018 uh, PGA Championship so he's a regular visitor to majors he's locked in a start for next year with his tied 15 what a story he is yeah and, and I'm not sure if you just saw this but he's earned a sponsor's invite to the PGA Tour event next week oh, at brilliant. Uh, the Charles Schwab Challenge um, that was uh, that just broke like 10 minutes ago so he's redirecting his flight from Rochester to uh, to, to Dallas and now he'll have to delay his homecoming where I'm sure they'll, you know, have the biggest party that that part of California has ever seen. Very impressive, very uh, storybook from start to finish from him. Can you tell me, um, I know in some of the majors, and probably this one more than any, that club pros, do they have their own little mini pre-queue tournaments to get a start in the big one? And, and there's always some club pros make it? This is uh, specific to the PGA Championship where they reserve 20 um, 20 spots in the field for PGA club pros. And there are a couple of regional qualifiers um, that they all play together in. And forget if it's if it's one big championship where the top 20 qualifier, if it's a couple of regional ones. Um, but that is only a thing for the PGA championship, which makes the PGAs, uh, you know, such a special one of the four majors. Any surprises in that, in that leaderboard at the end? I mean, Victor Hovland, you had to feel sorry for him. He got bunkeritis, which possibly cost him maybe a playoff anyway. Um, at the top of the leaderboard, as you say, Brooks, Scotty Scheffler, Cam Davis, Kurt Kitayama. Who, who really impressed you that you didn't even think about going into the tournament? And I guess we can leave our club golfer out of that. Uh, I mean, I would definitely say Connors for the first three rounds. He obviously didn't have it today, but um, you know, maybe there's something about this upstate climate that, that felt familiar with him being from Canada, um, you know, probably less than an hour drive um, from Rochester to, to where he's from. So um, I was impressed by his poise the first three days. I think he kind of came that, back down to earth on Sunday. Um, and then Justin Rose is a guy who looked like he was every time they were cutting to him, he was hitting one to, to 10 feet today. Um, so he's somebody who's had a really uh, resurgent year, not somebody I, I uh, had pegged to. Um, you know, I'm not someone I was too confident in to have a good result this week. Uh, he's somebody to look out for for the rest of the majors, the last two this uh, year, and uh, especially next week on the PGA Tour, going back to Colonial where he's won before. Brilliant. Uh, John, uh, really appreciate you chatting to us. Of course, John Hasselbauer, PGA writer for the Lions US. Uh, thanks for making yourself available for us today. 
Absolutely. Anytime, guys. Thanks okay. very much. Um, look him up. He's an Alliance US great analyst of the game. And uh, there you go. Rosie next week. I t- I've taken Justin Rose. I mentioned it last week. I've taken Justin Rose every major since he was an amateur finishing fourth in the British Open way back in, I'm going to say late 90s. Was it six or eight or something like that? Um, he still owes me money, but he was paying 100 this time. So I just had him in the top 10. Where did he finish? 10th. Thanks, Rosie.